Hello, this is Mark Viquez, regional correspondent for the website Stadium Journey, the industry's leader in sports travel and reviews. Check out our new and improved website, but please mind the dust. We're still uploading quite a bit of material and I uh, only have two hands, so give us some time. Uh, anyway, you're listening to the Ballpark Hunter podcast, and with me today is baseball branding and baseball lover, Jason Morgus. No, Moragas. Oh, sorry about that. Jason Moragas, uh, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Jason24, but Roman numerals 24. So that's XXIV. Uh, so, Jason, thank you for being on the show tonight. How are things with you today? Everything's going great. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, sorry about butchering your name. I <laughs> It's not was, the first time. I was Don't practicing worry. that, but then again, I have a name that's kind of difficult. So. Mm-hmm. You understand happens. it. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. And that's been going on my whole life, you know. So anyway, so Jason, uh, I follow him on the Twitter. He follows me and he has this awesome Google Doc that he's created. This is the second year uh, where he updates baseball logos. Actually, it's a Google. It's a, not a Google Doc. It's a yeah, Google, uh, Google Sheet. Google Sheet. Yeah, yeah, Google Sheet technically. And he updates the logos from, I mean, leagues, I, I'm not even aware that they're going on like the Jayhawk league. Didn't know about that, but Jason has a, an update on, on these logos. And he shared this link with me a few weeks, about a few months ago. And I keep, I keep going to it, you know, a couple times a week just to see who's updating, just to see if certain teams are uh, going to rebrand. And I mean, you, you cover the gamut from professional baseball to the twins all the way down to uh, the, the Clarksville Whirly Birds of the Ohio Valley League. So, uh, just want to know when, why, when did you decide to start this, and how do you go about getting your information? Because some of these leagues don't have a lot going out there in terms of press releases. Yeah. Um, so, in in terms of how I started it um, during the the COVID year uh, during twenty twenty, um, and especially after the minor league reshuffle that happened after major league baseball took over um, the minors um, I kind of got invested in what these teams were doing with all those canceled seasons and now teams that had to find new homes and new leagues and so I was all over that I'm watching the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes start the Mavericks League mm-hmm. teams go independent and collegiate or whatever it might be and I sort of took it upon myself to update my um, my, my friend group, my, my fantasy baseball league about all this happening, whether or not they were interested in it. And eventually it came to like a, um, a compilation, a list of sorts of, okay, these teams are now in this league and, and this is going on here. And it sort of just spiraled for a couple of years after that. And last year I put together this Google sheet that you're talking about. And um, it was more for myself more than anything else. It allows yeah. me to learn about the game and, and just know, you know, learn about teams that, like you said, you might not hear about otherwise. Um, and I've started this year kind of just sharing it with everyone else on my Twitter and, you know, it doesn't, I don't know how far it gets, but you know, the couple of people that do stumble upon it or just chatting with those teams on Twitter, it's always a good time. And then as far as updating it, that's sort of the, the more hard part, more manual yes. part. Um, really it's going onto their social media accounts, going onto their websites, just kind of seeing what's up being like, Oh, I haven't heard from this league in a while. Do they have any updates on their 23 season yet? Um, so for instance, you said the Jayhawk league, uh, yesterday 
I saw a tweet from um, the Great Bend Batcats that mentioned that they're playing in the Jayhawk League in 23. And that stuck out to me because they've been a part of the Sunflower Collegiate yes, League for a couple right. of years now. And that sounded interesting because I don't I didn't remember them switching leagues and I haven't heard of the Jayhawk League in years now. So mm-hmm. I went onto their website and they had it already updated with a, with a graphic saying that them, six or five other teams from the Sunflower League, and then the Kansas Cannons from the Kansas Collegiate League were forming the Jayhawk League once more. So that was a nice surprise, a good update. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of just going onto these websites, seeing what's new. And you know, a lot of those websites are kind of tougher to navigate, not yes. exactly not exactly the most updated um you know, new age things, but it's always a fun time seeing what's going on. Yeah, that that's uh, that's the whole journey of it, because I think right. the Wahee Zap of the Independence Baseball League, uh, I think I found that on your site or I think I, I saw it and then you sent me the link and it's like, oh, wow, there's other teams that are <laughs> yeah. doing new things. So, you know, that's that's the thing I like is just this discovery of these new logos and leagues and you're right the jayhawk league i haven't heard of that name in a while uh and and boom there it is uh whereas the hamilton cardinals which is uh part of the intercounty baseball league in ontario that's a an amateur baseball league they had a whole announcement mm-hmm. on tv and on twitter so that was nice uh, neat to find uh but yeah it's sort of uh you know it's it's you, you got to hunt for these things cuz sometimes you don't know what happens until you see a tweet or, you know, maybe somebody announced their, their new, mm-hmm. maybe somebody did announce their new logo and you didn't add it until months later. Has that been the case? Oh, definitely. I've even still will add into the 2022 tab oh. I have on this Google sheet if I missed one um, and it happens. So I I'm still retroactively updating because some just sneak by. Um, but it really, Twitter is the best asset yes. when it comes to this because not all these teams will do, formal press releases no but most of them will tweet so a couple years ago and i'm still updating this as well i made a a list on twitter which is a function that i almost never use but you know you how you can put all the different accounts you don't necessarily follow into one place and i have every baseball team and every baseball league i could find in there it's like 750 accounts deep on this list wow and i'll just kind of peek at that every now and again and make sure I don't miss anything good. Yeah. Now, now, do you try to see who's changing logos over in, uh, I know you have Australia on here, but do you do other leagues across the uh, planet, such as in Holland or Japan or. So, so yes, I try to, um, I have a Puerto Rican one on the 22 tab, for instance. Um, they had an update last year. Uh, definitely the Asian leagues, um, the Caribbean leagues and Australia, they're easily, as you know, the most, you know, publicize the biggest yes. around the world. The European leagues are a little tougher. Um, I I kind of keep tabs on them, but the relegation systems make it a little hard sometimes okay. too. Um, but I, you know, I try. Uh, they don't update as much or, or nearly as much. So it, it's a little, it's not too hard to yeah. keep on top of them. Yeah, no, I hear you. Definitely, definitely. So, you know, looking at your logos here, it's, uh, it's funny because the Du Bois County Bombers, they're in the Ohio Valley League. Uh, they play in League Park, which was uh, used for the filming of a league of their own. And I have a friend who knows one of the new owners who doesn't live that far away from me. 
And as soon as I saw you put that logo up, which is probably my favorite new logo. Yeah, that's a really good one. On this list, it's like, oh my goodness, they they really they really nailed it. When I when a team comes up with a great new look, it's just like you nailed it. Uh, so my friend Cal's like, yeah, I got a buddy. You know, I think him and I think his wife's from the area. They live up in. Uh, they don't live too far away from me. So I reached out to him and he sent him a text. I sent him a message on Facebook, but I haven't heard back from him. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes your logos gives me the the catalyst to to call, to contact, hey. uh, contact a, a person to get them on here. Uh, I, I like I, that. Yeah. That's great. I, yeah. Did that with Hamilton. Uh, did that with the that Hot Hamilton Tots. one's great. The Hamilton one is one of my favorite ones from this offseason, too. Oh, yes. That is that is nicely done because. You know, if you, uh, you know, the the amateur league up there, the uh, inter-county league, you know, a lot of those logos are repurposed. Yeah, baseball and that's, logos. that's always the worst. And and this is something brand new. It's new. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and your and the episode of your show that you did um, was really insightful as to, you know, why they, they chose the hammer and, and yeah. you know, the decision to stick with the Cardinals and, and everything. So, you know, you learn a lot about, yeah. about the decisions. Yeah, that was with uh, Matt Doyle, who is the designer. He has his own studio, and that was with Eric Spearin, one of the uh, managing partners of the team. I uh, was able to get both of them separately and, and put that episode together. But, yeah, Matt was a blast to talk to. And yeah, he's just definitely. kind of a ha- happy-go-lucky guy. I talked to a <laughs> lot of designers, and, you know, it's uh, I always was curious to have a career in that, you know, just design logos for teams and, and charge uh, companies for my my designs and hopefully they like that but yeah the Hamilton Cardinals I, I wish them success there because mm-hmm. that that logo that got them attention on TV and the Hamilton market that reaches into Toronto that reaches down into uh, the Buffalo area mm-hmm. so uh, I you know every time these these teams come up with a new logo it's like oh I have to go out there to see a game I have to go out there to see a game no I, I feel that way yeah. too yeah. and it's it's nice to see leagues like that one sort of evolving because it is very traditional and mm-hmm. it's been around for like 100 years um but yeah. teams like like the cardinals like the jackfish in that league starting to get these newer logos it's it's nice to see that life well it makes there. sense it makes sense i mean they're former some of these are former summer uh new york penn league teams mm-hmm. ballparks yep. uh, i've been out to welland before it's a that's small little ballpark ideal for that type of league there's one in St. Catharines, which I don't know if they're ever looking to expand there. That'd be a nice little spot. And uh, they actually announced expansion for next year. They're they're bringing in one new team. So yeah, they're bringing in uh, Chatham. Uh, Chatham. Yeah. yeah. So you never know. Maybe yeah. they'll bring in some more. No, and it's just you know my my thing is it's you know why stop there? You have Windsor, you have Sarnia. Yeah. You know you have all these you know major you know towns of at least a couple hundred thousand people that should be able to support amateur baseball mm-hmm. and and have that minor league uh atmosphere and you know i'm surprised it's not popular in other parts of the country i know it's popular in minnesota uh, but, yeah uh, not not so much in uh you know not so much where i live in the midwest or back home in new jersey no definitely um, not around yeah not around new jersey no no definitely not so uh so anyway do you ever reach out to teams that announce a new logo like for example you do have some teams up here that it, you know, to be announced their logo, they, you know, like they have the announcement of the new team or the expansion. Do you ever reach out and say, Hey, you know, I'm putting this together. Can you help me out? Or do you just wait until they announce it? 
So I've only waited to this point, but okay. you know, maybe, maybe it might be nice to start reaching out to some of them because I, I definitely am excited. You, you've mentioned yeah. the Whirly Birds a couple of times. Yeah. That's oh, the one that I'm excited. most excited yeah. for because oh. a name like the, like I, I have the Bowling Green Pistons on here from the Ohio Valley League. Like, okay. Like that's nothing. That's kind too... of boring. Yeah. That's like, right. Really, I've seen it before. Is, like, like, like right. that's, what, that's what you're going with. Like, so like Do something that crazy yeah exactly yeah. well that's that's like the whole game of it now and yeah. um so i have for instance on here as, as a tba um the pacific international league um and particularly the dub c fish sticks are oh, yeah. um the ownership group is having another team a traveling team that's right this year and part of their name the team contest one of the rules was no copycat names must be something unique yeah. Like that's what you want to see these days from these sort of leagues. So yeah, Pistons was a little lackluster. Um, yeah, yeah, that definitely is. And you know, I understand some of these leagues don't have a lot of money, and sometimes you have to contact trademark lawyers mm-hmm. to see oh, yeah. what you can use. So I get that because you make like I think the uh, Appalachian League when they came up with the mm-hmm. whistle pigs, they probably yes. they probably thought they had a, a slam dunk name, but then they had to you know do some work with a, a distillery up in Vermont, right which was named Whistlepig Distillery. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy for these for these clubs, especially the smaller ones with, you know, one or two people, ownership group or front yeah. offices. So yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, you're right. And then these guys probably have, or, or, or women probably have, you know, a daytime job. Right. No, of course. Right. And it's like, you know, we're not, a, we're not a full-time gig here. It's summer collegiate baseball. Cause I know. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I know last year, the Louisville jockeys were mm-hmm. a new team in the Ohio Valley league. They have their logo, I think out in early December and no updates for a few months, mm-hmm. nothing. And then boom, they, they had everything. They had their website and I had contacted uh, individuals from the organization. Uh, I have one of their numbers. I text, I called, I've sent emails. I've written. I have heard nothing from the jockeys. Really? Yeah, I, really, that's really I'm, interesting. I, it is. It is. You know, when uh, when, whenever a new team pops up, especially one nearby that I can, you know, that's only a two hour yeah, drive true. for me. True. You know, it's like really, you, you can't call me back. Like you're not <laughs> like even if you don't want to do the podcast, just say hey, thanks for the interest. We're more than right. happy to have you down. Because uh, I'm just sick. Like if I was just a normal fan wanting to buy tickets you know would, would, right. you, would you would you not call me back i don't know maybe, maybe i need to do that hey i want to sponsor your team maybe I'll yeah there you back. go yeah. there you go so. i actually loved when they announced their logo the the jockey guy had um like really skinny arms and then a couple months after they announced he it did. they redid the logo and now yes. he's got these huge arms and that was a good example of that it happens a few times actually um this year in the in the empire baseball league the the professional league um, the Malone Border Hounds. Border Hounds, yes. Yeah, they announced their logo with like a yellow lab and they've redone it since and it has this more intimidating, like growling, gray, uh, meaner looking dog. Mm-hmm. So it's always interesting when they announce a logo and then quickly they're like, no, wait, let's, let's just change it really quickly. And they yeah. make these little updates. That nobody will know. Right. It's so like Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> for the movie a few years ago. Yeah, like... exactly, exactly. It's like no, over no. That's we're gonna we're gonna change them up. Yeah, I, you know, I just realized I can also uh, look at your 2022 list here, which is also fascinating. Yeah, uh, and so and there was a lot more action in 22. It did. It so felt far. that way. It felt that um, way. There, there's definitely a lot of, especially with the collegiate leagues, a lot of March and April activity, like right before things get finalized for the year. 
but so far it's been a little slow compared to last year so yeah yeah it has it picks up it has because uh you know ed rivero the dad hat chronicles uh we're, we're supposed to be recording an episode soon mm-hmm. uh, we were talking we we're like yeah it's slow this year it felt like last year every every other week there was something, something. new that we yeah. can i think we did maybe three episodes uh yeah I last that. year and I, I think now i mean we probably could have done another episode but i feel like if we just do one we will cover all the basics yeah especially um like it, it, you mentioned i do a lot of the like lower leagues too and you know it's been a lot of even those guys like not a whole lot of the big the big players so far this year but I, you know, we're still, it's still early. Um, we have a couple names to be announced still out of Atlantic league and the prospect league. So yeah, here's, you know, here's right. open. Yeah. Prospect league. They are right now looking for the name, the team contest. I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. that up. I uh, just want to kind of get your opinion uh, yeah. right now. You can vote for, and I don't know if you can still vote. It's uh it's been a while and might I don't know if it's still open or not. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that that's another thing. It's like some some of these name the team things just fly by me. Mm-hmm. It's like, really, you already have the voting done? I didn't know about that. But yeah, anyway, right. <laughs> the the Southern Illinois team, which is based in Marion in Illinois at Rent One Park, uh, you can either name them the Angry Beavers, the Fungi, the Monkey Rats, the Swamp Foxes, or the Thrillbillies. Mm-hmm. What what would be your vote? So off the bat, I'm gonna be honest, I don't particularly love any of them mm-hmm. um but this and you know that can always change with with the logo and everything yes oh you're definitely um, right um so my i off the, on the surface i like the thrillbillies however um the we also had the rockabillies yes. this year so i think that's too many too many billies yeah so too many billies i, I didn't want to go that route um that's, i thought the same thing I, I thought the same thing i i'm trying to remember what i, I did vote is the thing but it was a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, it was either the Swamp Foxes or the Angry Beavers. Okay. Um, this my it, my one issue, and this is barely an issue with the Swamp Foxes, is that there is a team in the yes. um, Old North State yes. League that has the Swamp Foxes. Yes. So that's you know less than ideal. Um, Angry Beavers is fun if you you know grew up at the right time with with the Nickelodeon show. Yeah. So I oh, think that, right. that one right. that one set up to me for that reason. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not bad options. I really, it comes together with a logo. It's hard to tell off just the name. Yeah. And that's another thing. Is it going to be Southern Illinois or Marion? You know, yeah, well, if it's right. That's yeah. I, deal. You know, cause you're yeah, right. Uh, there's a team in the old North stately called the Marion right. Swamp Foxes. And then here are the Marion Swamp Foxes. E, but I think both towns were named after, uh, oh. were both named after the gentleman, uh, what was his name? General Francis Marion, who was known as the Swamp Fox, Revolutionary War Hero. I'm learning something new today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they think they're both named. uh, See, I like the Monkey Rats. I think that's a funny name. The Marion Monkey Rats. Especially if it's Marion. I agree to that. Yes. And But I think that's one I need to visualize a little bit. Because, like, what's, unless there's a regional thing that I don't know about, but like what's a what's a monkey rat? Yeah, it's a possum. Know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So again, I'm learning a lot. This yeah. Is great. See, yeah, it's a possum, which uh, we don't call that here in Indiana, but it's mm-hmm. um, uh, it's just like with the trash pandas. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know it's that a, one. It's a raccoon, and those cats sold about three million dollars worth of material. Oh, I know. They, they're they they're took, nonstop. They're nonstop. <laughs> which I, I, you know, I, I'm not in love with the the trash panda logo. I mean, it's it's fine. So I definitely don't love it as much as other people do. Yeah, people like go nuts about yeah. that. Like, they like, holy crap, like, relax, calm down. I know. 
if anything, I actually like one of their secondary logos with the with the raccoon um, holding the American flag, Mm -hmm. like in an astronaut outfit. I actually like that one more than inside the trash can rocket ship thing. So, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, People love it, though. Yeah, people like it. I like the Trenton Thunder. I like their uh, Sparky logo better than mm. than the actual logo. Really? Uh, yeah, the uh, would, the Thunderbolts. Yeah, okay, I definitely like both. So yeah. I'm I'm they, in for them. They just have to make the ideal hat for me because I ordered a hat from Trenton and it, it mm. didn't fit me. It looked ridiculous on me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I don't know how they consider that a, a adult hat because it just it it felt like I was putting on a tight shirt. It didn't. Yeah. It just was odd. So well, they had a couple national hat day sales. I don't know if you got around to them or not. But. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was up in uh, my wife's from Chicago, and we went up to Gurney Mills, which is like a big kind of wannabe Mall of America, and they had a lid store, and they had a bunch of ten dollar hats. And I picked this. I picked this. I picked about five yeah. six hats. Well, that one's sharp. I like that one a lot. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, the White Sox. They need to have more logos design around their scoreboard because it's just oh, absolutely well, there's makes... a couple of really good ones too like some really good scoreboards that you can make a cool oh, hat yeah. logo out of yeah no definitely but and the white Sox is one of them uh, you know absolutely. obviously wrigley field uh fenway even mm, definitely even i guess dodger stadium has kind of a well i wonder yeah they... the sh- I mean, at least the shape of it is still yeah kind of the iconic. shape the royals definitely the ro- oh yeah the royals sort. absolutely yeah yeah just make yeah they, there's an idea scoreboard hats it's not a bad idea at all. Favorite team. Now, some teams don't have really yeah. cool ones. I mean, Nashville Sounds would probably. Oh, yeah. That'd be a great one. That would be beautiful. That is. <laughs> That's probably my favorite scoreboard in baseball, too. So that'd be that'd be a great one. Yeah, that has to be. And I did, did an article on that. And I remember doing some research on newspapers.com. There wasn't a big press release. Big press Really? Release. For that, it was an ad in the local paper saying, oh, come check out the Nashville Sounds. As we display our new guitar-shaped scoreboard, like that was it. Wow, and it's, it's so unique. And yeah, you'd think it'd be more of like a an, an event, a spectacle. That that's interesting, or it's disappointing almost. Yeah, you're definitely right. So uh, yeah, well, just one one reminder about the prospect league. Uh, mm-hmm. The the name we we didn't pick was Fungi, which yeah, I, that I don't could know. be fun. That could be. It, it it depends on the right logo. It, again, you're right, and that's the. I mean, I think I could be swayed into just about any team name if yeah. the logo really brings it home. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, like Fungi to me doesn't jump out, but there's a lot of opportunity there. Definitely some mascot opportunity. Yes. If you you know you know the the fun guy, you know. So there's something there's something there. Yeah, because I know uh, the Savannah Bananas when they announced their name, right. I thought that was the dumbest name on the planet but when i saw that logo i was like oh man they knocked it they knocked it out of the park they nailed it yeah i mean you see it all the time because uh, you know the bananas was was an interesting one um even the the pickles on the surface i was i would i didn't know what that was that was silly but you know they bring it home yeah yeah so you you see it um you know happen and he've always won. Oh, uh, the the Dirty Birds in the Atlantic League. I yeah, had the Dirty same Birds. sort of thought. I didn't love the name when there was just the name, and then the logo is. I like it a lot. I'm not sure if that's a popular opinion or not, but I like that logo a lot. No, um, I like yeah. So you know, it just depends sometimes. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at your 2022 list, and, and there's some teams I never even heard of, like the El Dorado Walnuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, well, well, that's a kind of a cool logo. The, the logo is actually really nice. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, they're in that Kansas Collegiate League that 
um, will now be competing directly with that Jayhawk league. So, I mean, I'm yeah. hoping they stick around. There's a, there's a few leagues out there that kind of intersect on the map. So I think they'll, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. They come and go. So any logos released this year that you're like, Oh man, that's, that's my favorite. Like, do you have a lit, like when you make this list, yeah. are you looking at them and saying like, these are my top three or is there one that just stands out? No, I mean, definitely. I have, I have favorites and I have ones that I, that I also don't like very much. Um, okay. The the Pecos league always does a really good job with their, they with do. their new teams. They do. And it's, it's says a lot for that league, I think, because people feel how they feel about them, like in yes. the industry and everything, but they try really hard with the logos and the uniforms. And I have a lot of respect for that. Um, but yeah, the Drakes in that league are, I love that logo. I think that's a great logo. Um the Rockabillies, we mentioned them earlier. I actually do like that logo a lot. Me too. Um, love, love the colors as well. Yeah, I mean, the colors... exactly. It's very unique. You don't see that a lot. Um, the Zap, I actually, I, their logo is is very nice. Yeah, like that too. Um, and then probably it's rounded out the the Cardinals and the Bombers. I'm kind of on the fence about the Jackalopes in in the Pioneer League. Yeah, what, me too. What do you think about that one? I, I don't uh, know about that one. I mean, I like the name. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's a good looking. It's drawn well. I'm not. We're not dissing the artist. Mm, oh yeah, of course. It's just I would have came up with something a little more. I don't know, more fun. It's just yeah, seems, that's kind of how I feel too. It's an know? improvement. Anything was a step up yes. over the Pizza Hut Rockies logo. Yeah, so it was, it was right. It's a step in the right direction, you know. Yeah, no, but yeah, I just um, yeah, you're right. I I wasn't goo goo gaga for it. And I think that's like one of the first yeah. ones that that came out that people were talking about um definitely the first like big one so. yeah like but like yeah uh, yeah you're right it's just like eh. it's yeah, there like, it's an improvement it's definitely an improvement and i think that's you know the the silver lining the the headline of it all um yeah. i i i don't know how i feel about the charlotte knights going okay with, i like what they tried to do by bringing in blue and aligning with the other teams in the city a little bit yes i do like the blue right i'm always a big fan when cities have um coordinating colors between their sports teams um you know pittsburgh does it best obviously but um i I don't know there was something about the one they had going into this this year that i liked a lot it was it was very like official looking to me i suppose i don't know this one's a little more cartoony the 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 lines are a little more rounded the the blue definitely brings a different feel than Mm -hmm. the black and the gold um, I think I'm, I need to see it on the uniform in, in motion, though, and kind of yeah. get used to it. That that'll do yeah. the trick. Yeah, I had uh, I had David Ruckman on, and he designed this logo. David Ruckman mm-hmm. uh, designs, and it was kind of weird having somebody who designed this logo and, and you critique logos because at first I wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't a, I didn't like the old logo. I thought that was okay, mm-hmm. but I I like the new one. I think it probably looks a lot better on social media platforms. I love the blue. I definitely the color I, plays well for that. Then the color of the knights in white looks a lot better than the previous logo where Charlotte was very thin. And yes. then the and the H and the Knights had a crown in it. Uh I think it's a, a much well packaged logo. And he created the jerseys as well that were very San Diego Padres mm-hmm. inspired. And he has a, a pullover that's Carolina blue that that's gonna look very sharp when they they play yeah this April. Like, like that's gonna help a whole lot i think they have to lean into that blue mm-hmm. and and kind of own that um and that should hopefully i think that'll drive it home i i can see myself it's funny i see these logos and i 
I always say like, I like this one. I don't like this one. And yeah. then there's always a group where it's, I think I can, I can grow to like this one. I can see myself liking this later on. Yeah. And that one and the Jackalopes for that matter are kind of in that group where it's like, I could see myself liking these a lot. No, no, I hear it. I hear it. Now the, the one that really jumped out at me this year was the Minot Hot Tots of the Northwoods League. Yeah, absolutely. I love that little, little tot logo. <laughs> he's, he he's is the best. Yeah. He is, he's a little, he's a little, he's a little devil there. He looks like he's up to something. And those are the type of logos I like to see. Uh, yeah. Like, like Evansville Otters. It's a little bit too cutesy pootsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And where this guy is just right on the edge. It's a cartoon logo, but it's done well. And you kind of hit the nail on the head for the logos I like the most as well. Um, I don't like when teams try to do something that's old school, just for trying to intimidate you. We are, we are going to do something that is, like it, it is edgy it is dark it is intimidating it is mean i don't like that i also don't like when it's too cutesy but like when you do something like this angry looking hot tot that's the best like you, yeah. that is the middle ground that will sell merchandise it has colors that pop but it's also not just this smiling little cartoon yeah no exactly it's it's done well i think uh Trying to think. I think that was done. Lo- I don't know if that was done locally out there in Minot because sometimes you see these logos and you're like, oh, that looks like. I mean, you can tell yeah, it's you brand can tell. and you can tell mm-hmm. Dan Simon. Sometimes it's just some local guy or local. I, I local love girl that. that does it. Yeah. Well, going back to um, going back to Hamilton, that was why that was a really cool story. I felt like getting a local a local guy to do the Cardinals mm-hmm. and everything like that. It's always it's always nice when the artist has a connection to the town or the or the city or the region. Yeah, and he was telling me how some teams have poached some of his logos. Yeah. It's like like they have no money. What am I going to assume for? Right. Yeah, pick and choose your battles for sure. <laughs> pick and choose your battles. Exactly. Uh, now, okay, so you gave me some of your favorites. What were some of your least favorites? Um, if I can actually start with 2022, because I'm still upset yes. about this one. Okay. This, the switch from the Green Bay Booyah oh. to the Green Bay Rockers is something I don't think I will ever forgive. Damn that, you. that Booyah logo is so good. Yes. It is so, so good. And the name Booyah is so unique. Yes. So that was disappointing. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't get it either. Like you, you went from a very regional, unique name right. to a very common name that has really nothing to do with green bay i, I know right. in the press release it's like oh look at all these artists who have played in green bay any city can say that exactly i, I mean exactly. Terre Haute, indiana could become <laughs> the rockers because sinatra and you know uh ever they rolled and, through uh, there one shania time. rolled through there back in the day like give me a break what yeah yeah no oh. i so so that one i you know that one still upsets me um otherwise this year there hasn't been too many downgrades i would say um the one that does stand out to me is the valley blue socks oh, i knew and, uh, yeah yeah knew you knew i, knew I was going there yeah, yeah. i because i feel the same way it's like that look. logo doesn't do it for me um, no that looks creepy it, yeah it uh, exactly he does look creepy i kind of want the uh the sydney blue socks to come and just just yes you know fight him or something i don't know yes <laughs> and, oh now that that that's, that's a, a great sock. logo yeah that, yeah i'm looking at the logo too and it looks like just the shadowing on it is yeah, very yeah. outdated. That is something that, it, I mean, exactly. this logo, this logo looks like it was created twenty years ago. A hundred percent. I like, and that might be why it's so like unsettling. Yeah. I suppose to look at, and especially when you compare it against all these other new logos from this year yes. that are that are more modern. Um, 
yeah, I don't love that one. And the only yeah. other one that I think is like a downgrade this year would be the um, the Mansfield Destroyers going to oh. Horse Heads Hitmen. Yeah, that's... But I didn't love the Destroyers logo to begin with. So. Which, which th- that was a poach logo too, The uh, except for the, the baseball player. Right. That logo was from the Buffalo slash Columbus Destroyers of the Arena Football League. I didn't know that. that that's you, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, so they replaced the Buffalo head with this looks like a mm. softball player in a, in a adult league. Yeah. It's funny. I have a, I have a guy on my softball team that looks, that looks yeah. just oh. like this guy. Oh, we, we've all <laughs> played with guys like that. They, yeah, right. They, they show up there with their bags with like five bats and yeah. they don't, they're not on a team. Oh, their team played already at like 12 o'clock, but it's six o'clock. But they're there. <laughs> sub, you need a sub. And, uh, you love it. Hey, those guys are the ones that keep those adult softball leagues like in business, though. Well, so you know, yeah, no. See, I play adult kickball. I do the same okay. thing. Like I'll hang around and ask people to sub because there's always there that go. one team that can't have players to commit, so you wind up well, playing an extra game. And the way I look at it, because I, I do take my softball pretty seriously, the way I look at it, I only have one day a week to play. Yes. So I, I want to play, you know, yeah, if, if, no, I'm, I'm only you. getting one game. I would prefer to play two or three. I'm already at the field. So let's, let's keep going. No, you're absolutely right. I, I agree with you on that. But yeah, that uh, got softball. It's been, a, it's been a while. I used to play, I did about three, four years of softball here in Indy. And then one year, the team I was supposed to be on didn't, didn't ask me back or I don't know what mm. the story was. So I started playing kickball and that was 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that was, I was, I mean, I stopped playing baseball in high school. So that was like the thing I was looking forward to in adult life after I graduated college was playing in an adult softball league. And my friends and I started one pretty quickly after we graduated and we were so much younger than everyone else in the league. So we weren't very good because these guys were just bigger, stronger, you know, more ready for softball than us, but we've, we've found it over the past few years. So, you know, we're, 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 what nights do you play? Uh, Sunday mornings, actually. Okay. And where do you play out of? Oh, we play in Morristown, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, so it's like 25 minutes away. So it can kind of make your day around it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I know when I went back, to, when I went back to New Jersey, because, uh, you know, you grew up about maybe 20 minutes away from me in Springfield mm-hmm. or New Providence Union area. Because uh, uh, what else is out there? Oh, it's like Summit, uh, Summit Heights. Um, wow. you know, the, the Wachung, guys, Madison, Ch- Wachung. Oh, yep. Wachung, Wa- yep. Wash- Washington, uh, Mountain. Did you ever go up there and hang out as a kid? I didn't know. No, it's no. Or Washington's Point. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of Wash- uh, Washington's Rock. That's what, yeah, called. yeah, yeah. Off of uh, 22. Off, off of, of 22. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, when yeah. I, yeah. Whenever like, I Whenever I would meet a girl, I would think that was a cool thing to do. Let's go up here <laughs> yeah. and just hang out and, and grab a little picnic. So, absolutely, yeah. So we would just look out there, and, and you would uh, somebody would be somebody would be up there to tell you the history. Well, out over there is Lafayette Rock, oh, and over every here every time, yeah, every <laughs> time, and, and it's like there, no fear, somebody's there. But um, yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to think with uh, softball out here. Yeah, I got it's been a while. I would even, I mean, I would know how to play, but it'd be weird. Since I'm just so fully committed <laughs> yeah. in, into well, kickball, I mean, right? It's a whole different yeah. athletic ability yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, no, but I hear, but you definitely have to use your softball skills. Oh yeah, for sure. Because we get a lot of good soccer players who can kick the ball and oh, drive yeah, but... it, but they don't know, they don't understand tagging up. They don't right, understand right. how many feet you should get off the base when the ball's in the air. Mm-hmm. 
they don't understand that if somebody just touches the ball, you can tag. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's a lot of coaching. Like you're a good kicker, but right, you can't run the bases, and you're fast, so you should be you should be at third. Should be doing it. exactly, you know, or you should be studying the right fielder's arm. Okay, I'm getting a little bit too deep in there, but <laughs> so all right, so. Yeah, so yeah, these logos, we're definitely going to be looking forward to uh, your updates. Uh, how many people do you share this with? Do you get, do people contact you about this or is it just me? So, uh, well, it definitely, uh, you're one of the ones I interact with the most. Nice. Um, nice. No, I, I, get a, I get a few, uh, nothing too, like no like direct messages, messages mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I get some responses on the tweets and that'll lead to a few conversations. Um but I definitely, you know, in, invite it. I, there's so much conversation that you can have around these logos. Like we have, you know, just kind of shown on the surface here. So I, I love it. I could talk about these all day. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're, I can, I can even talk about the, <laughs> the Griffith generals who have done yeah. nothing I, new. I was really hoping they'd give us a new logo with yeah. the relocation, but I mean, well, okay. I was going to say the Northern league, is one of those leagues you were saying before where it's yeah. it's a small operation it is. It's all this it and that. Is. but i was hoping that with the rebrand to the northern league that happened last year and the, and the introduction name. of the corn dogs yep. right that we were going to see some some steps forward so i was hoping that the generals would surprise us with the new logo um nothing and yet that, it's not too late yeah, yeah no it well you know i was talking to ownership up in uh in Lake County, and definitely they're one of the teams that it's like all invested into their team and promotion. Mm-hmm. And I think the the Northwestern Indiana Oil Men are also yeah. Yeah, invested. And I think the other teams are just there, there. No. just there for for dates because some of those venues are I wouldn't consider a ballpark. I know mm. the Chicago Americans. I went to one of their games, and it was in a it was just in a city park. There was yeah they didn't charge admission because there wasn't a gate and it was just a small, it was just like a city field. I was like, man, this is, this is weird. You know, it's, and I get, you know, I get the league is small, but I was hoping. It's interesting when there's clubs in the same league that do have that, you know, like at least something they can call a field and they put forward some effort with the promotions and the logos and this and that you kind of expect a certain, Yes. You know, everyone in the league will kind of meet that minimum no, at that point. No, you do. And, it, and it's, you know, then th- there was, I don't know where the other, there was another team, I forget, was Southland Vikings. Yeah. Th- there was another team that didn't play in the best part of town. And uh, it was a ballpark that it's like, this is, this is just a city field. This is not right. a ballpark. Uh, and then you look at uh, the corn dogs, they don't play in a fancy ballpark, but they fix it up. There's a beer mm-hmm. garden, they have merchandise, they have that promotions for the uh for fans to come on the field with the games are broadcast it's a nicely done operation you can check out my my youtube video on my experience there but yeah some of these other places it's you know i guess it's transition i guess the northern league wants to stay in the chicago market or or the region is what we call it maybe even get up into um maybe that southwest corner of uh, michigan as well yeah uh, eventually but they just you know, and they're not looking for fancy ballparks. They're just looking for a baseball field where they can fix up. Exactly. And, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. It's just, you know, I want to make sure I go someplace and I'm safe. Oh yeah. And there's, there's maybe some food. There's just mm-hmm. something a little bit more than, than looking at little league baseball. Well, I mean, there's little league baseball experiences that were better than yeah. <laughs> the Chicago Americans game. It was, it was pretty bad. Well, and 
you know, it can happen over time too. Like, yes, you know, you see a true. lot of these teams that start with a field that's not special. And then over the course of five years or however long each year, there's something new they bring in. Now there's a beer garden down the line. Yeah. Or, you know, now we have the merch stand over there and just like those small improvements. It's when, it's when you see teams kind of settle in their lackluster ballpark that that's what sort of is frustrating to the experience. Yeah. It definitely gets frustrating. So uh, yeah, well, we'll just, we'll just be on the lookout and, and see these experiences change. Uh, now talking about ballpark experience, uh, any ballparks you get out to on a regular basis out of New Jersey? Yeah. I mean, all the New Jersey, uh, ballparks, I try to go to at least once a year. Um, like what I are your favorites? Like what's, what's your go-to? So my go-to is the Patriots, um, okay, just because sense. they're the closest yeah. they're, they're right there. Um, last year I went to a lot of, um, not in New Jersey, but the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. Um, okay. I went to five of their games. Um, I, I kind of got in once they announced that Edgardo Alfonso was the manager. I got in with a partial ticket package. So that was a nice one. Um, the Blue Claws do a wonderful job, I love I the think. Blue Claws, yeah. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of their fire pit seats in uh, uh, over the outfield fence. Um, it's just five Adirondack chairs around a fire pit. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, that's such a great way to watch a ball game. If you ask me. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I, I went to a lot of Jackals games. I actually used to intern for the Jackals Okay. Um, in college. I was their marketing intern. So oh, I'm nice. really excited to see them at the, at the Hinchliffe stadium at the new stadium this year. Yeah. What, what, what's your take on that? That's going to be a hit or miss. So I really want it to be a hit. I yes. really, really, really want it to. I'm, skeptical of moving from Montclair to Patterson. I'm skeptical of moving into a multi-purpose facility versus a dedicated baseball stadium. Yes. Uh, especially when I looked at when they sent out the renderings and there was no dugouts. It was just kind of a bench next yeah. to the field. It, yeah. I'm no, no, really, no shade. No. Sh- oh my God. No shade it is your it, for anyone. Everyone's is in the sun all day long. Um, I really, really, really want it to work. I'm, not confident it will yeah i'm just i think there would be a newness factor at first and because it's it's a 1932 stadium still Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's you know so watching baseball 1932 in those conditions compared to 90 91 years later it's going to be different and and, you know and and i had you know you could complain about yogi bear stadium all you want but it was a ballpark and absolutely you had a nice proximity to the seats you had dugouts you had concession areas so uh yeah i kind of thought they'd stay in yogi a few more years it definitely needed work it was dated don't get me wrong yeah i kind of i I thought the move was a little abrupt and something must have happened maybe montclair state didn't want them maybe they're like maybe they maybe they're making some changes because those seats i think are the original from 1998 oh yeah no they were i'm not sure when you were there last they were not in great shape no they were they were red when they first opened now (laughs) they're now they're white i think the sun has bleached them so bad Yeah, it ain't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I remember New Jersey. My goodness, they had eight ballparks at one point. Yeah. To choose from. The Jackals always seemed to be like the least favorite of mine just because it it was a it was a college ballpark. Right, uh, right, right. But yeah, I, I think it's time for some kind of update there. And I, yeah. I think you still can host professional baseball of some sort. Oh, definitely. I mean, the stadium, the bones itself are still good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and and having like i said been an intern and kind of walked around the the clubhouse and all the inside stuff like it, it actually is not a bad facility but it just it's just dated 
Yeah. So if I'm not yep. sure who it is, if it's the university, if it's whoever, if someone is to pour in the money to bring it up to code, like absolutely it host professional baseball still. And yeah. I hope it does because it kind of bothers me that there's not an Atlantic league team in New Jersey. And I'm not saying that Yogi Berra is the solution. Weird. It's yes. weird. Right. After yeah. always like, I still I didn't, think I'm, I never even thought about that until right. you just said that. Yeah. I, the American association is catching up, but I still think the Atlantic league is the premier, you know, the, the premier independent league. And it bothers me that we went from the Patriots and the bears and all these teams in New Jersey to zero. Yeah. Yeah, the Bears, I mean, they knocked that stadium down in Gone. Newark. They yeah. knocked they knocked River Sharks, Campbell's mm-hmm. Field in, in Camden, Atlantic City mm-hmm. is it's, still there, but I mean it's not it's, being it's, used. It's not being and used. I don't for see football. it being used anytime soon. That's a field that's in it's in bad shape. I can imagine. I can yeah. imagine. But I remember when the all these ballparks opened up, we were so excited. Yeah, it was great. Re, re, revitalized Newark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revitalized Camden. And and the one that was the biggest hit was Somerset. I mean they just it, kept kept attracting folks to that stadium up until they decided to go double A. Good for yeah. them. Well, I mean, now it sells out with the Yankees. Obviously, it sells out every every game. I would go on Tuesday nights last year, and it's packed, and uh, it, that people love it. Um, but that stadium means a lot to me. I, that that's the one that you know I had my birthday parties at growing up and stuff yeah. like that. So that's that's the the one that means the most. Yeah, no, it's, that which was... is hard. I, I'm a Mets fan, so I actually hate that they're affiliated <laughs> with the Yankees. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it's so I'm, good. A, I'm a Mets fan too. So it was almost like, I remember when the Yan- the Yankees wanted to use Newark for AAA one year. Okay. And the Mets vetoed it because of the, the rules at the time that yeah. they were within. And I'm like, come on, Mets, just let the Yankees use it. That'd be such a great thing for Newark and for the exactly. stadium. Well, yeah. Like just stop it. But that was under old ownership. Right, right, right. So, you know, who knows if that would have been different with Cohen. Uh, who doesn't seem to care about those little things quite as well, much well except for you know some uh korea's uh metal plate that, that whole uh that whole saga was something else I've... that that was odd uh i was at the point where it's like you know i don't even care oh you absolutely know? i, I wanted him but at the same time i want to see what brett batty can do because yeah, well... i'm sick of getting these like these triple a guys that mm-hmm. you know they they either flame out like Dom Smith, which who right. I don't know. He 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 could have a good I, year. I don't know if he's done done yet. I, I think the Nationals could could give him a nice little bounce. Yeah, back. I I'm just like really like like we could have traded to San Diego for a pretty good package last oh, year. Oh yeah, they definitely messed up not trading him when they when they should have like yeah. probably even two years ago. They, no, they you're right. You know, and I just I was, it's like he gave us that great 2020 season. But right. yeah, I want to see what Brett Batty can do. Yeah, definitely. great to have Correa, but. Uh, I mean, I think the team is is stacked already. You know, maybe oh, yeah. Uh, you can't uh, you can't listen too hard to what people are saying on Twitter. They seem uh, to forget that the offense was was good last year. It's going to be good this year. If they need something at the deadline, I think they'll do it. So you know, well, it's like oh, the Mets choked. We choked. They sucked. They did this. You know, and it's like they won 101 games. Exactly. You can't complain. <laughs> they played the same level of baseball as the Braves. They, because what? Because the both teams had the same record, so the Braves just mm-hmm. you know won the you know if they had just won one more freaking game against mm-hmm. the Braves, or if they had won one more game against anybody, exactly that's they what it is, right? They, yeah. they would have won the division. I mean, they would have won the division, and I think, I think only the West, they the the Dodgers or the Astros, they would not have won in that division. But yeah, yeah it, it was disappointing. Yeah. And here's the thing: both teams got knocked out. 
Mm-hmm. And it was the 87 win Phillies that won the stupid pennant. So, right. you know, maybe the Mets should have won 87 games so they could have played the Cardinals. Maybe, maybe they really should have choked. Yeah. And had, and had mean, the Phillies get second place. This new playoff structure, <laughs> there's definitely an argument to be made for those sort of situations. I know. It's just, you know, my, my attitude was, you know, just make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you have to play San Diego? But everybody yeah. was pissing and moaning about it. Oh, we got to play San Diego. We don't match up. We don't do this. And, you know, could you imagine if, if the Mets had to play Philly and got spanked by like Zach Wheeler? Oh, my yeah. God. I would have been Syndergaard. That would have stung. Um, I'm still, I mean, that's, this is obviously the, the Wilpon regime, but I'm still bitter about the Wheeler yeah. situation as well. And he wanted to so stay. He wanted to stay. He did, He wasn't like Jacob DeGrom looking for a payday. He right. wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like uh, uh, Stroman, who I, I don't know mm-hmm. what his story is. Oh, who even knows what he was thinking. Yeah. I, I'm like, like okay, okay. And then, and then you know, Bias going over to Detroit, which sayonara. But I was yeah. gonna say, that one I wasn't too upset. Yeah, about. <laughs> Wheeler wanted to stay. This is a right. guy you traded Beltran four years ago. This oh, I know this, he went through the system, and you you don't trade him. You just let him walk away. Well, and he the, what really bothered me what, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, it was Brody I think who said that he turned one and a half good seasons or whatever into the contract he signed with the Phillies. And no. what an ignorant way to look at that because Wheeler got better each time he, he 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 each season he played and his injuries yeah. are behind him at that point it yeah. what a short-sighted yeah thing to well, say. unfortunately it was the will ponds yeah it's you know he, he would you know we would have him we probably never would have traded for stroman uh you know we yeah you would have a dependable pitcher i, I think you'd feel better going into this year oh yeah absolutely. Uh, with, with zach and, and the pitching staff so mm-hmm. uh you know i and i remember like when murphy left i felt like they should have mm-hmm. just get you know oh yeah because it's you know you got Neil Walker and you wind up paying him, right? Eventually, and he was nothing close to what Murphy was going to give you. No, and Murphy saw a, a few good years left in him too. So Murphy, was, Murphy yeah. probably should have won the MVP his first year in Washington because I think if the Mets had kept Murphy and he put up that year, which was an MVP like year, right? On, I think the it. Mets, I think the Mets win the division in 2016. Oh yeah, and don't I, have to say. face Bumgarner <laughs> in that. One oh game. my god, yeah, that wild card game. I know who was it? Yeah. Connor Connor Gillespie who hit the who hit the home run or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It was crazy. Like, and I mean, and Syndergaard pitched a hell of a game, but oh, I mean, great game. You're going up, you're going up against like Sandy Koufax too. Yeah, so the the best luck. the best you, playoff you, pitcher. <laughs> yeah, you better be uh, Bob Gibson or or Earl Hershiser '88 to. Uh, combat that yeah that was tough <laughs> that was tough i don't know as a met fan i just want to see i just want to see continued success i want to see players mm-hmm. stay like i was mm-hmm. i was bummed about jacob Degrom leaving but yeah uh i i i don't know i like really like like you really you're doing it for, i mean i get why you're doing it for the money any fool right would be stupid to turn that down but right really texas like y- y'all could have got paid here like yeah i mean that one definitely stung, um, you know, a guy who kind of defied the odds yeah. his whole career yeah. became and it became the best pitcher in baseball. No one on no. the planet would have predicted that, you know, you, that's the kind of guy you want to stick around. I yes. know his injuries and everything. And I know some fans were less, uh, you know, enamored with him recently because of them, but that didn't bother me as much. I I would have loved if he stayed. So. Yeah, me too. Just, just so he retire as a Met. Right. You know, he goes to Texas and, you know, he could put up some nice years there. I I don't know what Texas is going to do, but it's just doesn't seem right. You know, just no, I know when I heard that news, I'm like, oh, really? 
and it it looks weird the the first time the rangers posted a picture of a degrom jersey that mm-hmm. it just looks weird yeah <laughs> it's, it's gonna take some getting used to yeah you know it's almost like you know aaron judge you know if he had left you know yeah that, that would have Although... been weird for yankee fans yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I don't have the perspective as a Yankee fan, but I was, I thought he would have been such a good match in San Francisco. I thought mm-hmm. that that would have been such a cool spot for him to land. But yeah, no, next time, right. you know, right. well, maybe well, in they, 10 years. Well, they, they didn't get him. They didn't get Carrera, but they got Conforto. So yeah, there you go. Who, who I want, I wanted to see come back. I would not have been upset. I, yeah, I, you know, it's 50 50. I, mm-hmm. but I like Conforto. I think he just had a, his last year with the Mets was just an off season, you know. Guys have them, you know. It, yeah, you just bounce back. You learn a little bit better, but you know it's it's tough. You know, like Harvey, you probably could have traded Harvey after the mm. 2015 season for uh, mm. Mookie Betts. I mean, well, right. Well, that's the sort of uh, steps the Mets need to take is um, major league talent like evaluation and yes. recognizing when guys have peaked. You know, they're not going to get better. Let's let's get rid of them now mm-hmm. and and that sort of thing. Because I think that's something that the Mets have done bad pretty much oh, yes. my my whole life that I've watched yes. them. So mm-hmm. that's an area I'm hoping they improve. Yeah, kind of like uh, yeah. See, you're part of that generation that was not around for the 1986 no. World Series. No. See, I was I was a young kid. Yeah. I could remember it step by step, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And you know, but I forget that there's Met fans who who have never seen that and. You know, up until 86, you know, mm-hmm. you had 1969, which I was not around for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys, this is 1969. You haven't seen this. You don't know what it's right. like. Uh, and I can also tell you this. The Mets were more popular than the Yankees. You know, that's what ter- they tell me. That's what Ni- they tell me. The Mets owned the 1980s. In fact, if you yeah. look at attendance records, uh, you know, for there might have been the late 70s, early 80s where the, the Mets were horrible. The, the Yankees were the much better mm-hmm. team. You know, the, the Mets outdrew the Yankees quite a bit. I it mean, when you look at that 86 to like 88, 89 team, like that's, that's a fun squad. So yeah, I can I, absolutely I, yeah. believe that. I would say the 84 to 90 team. 1984 was the okay. first, first yeah, year right. I started. That's when Doc just mm-hmm. electrified. He owned the city. Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. owned the city. That And that's what I talk about DeGrom. Watching him pitch remind me of Doc. Doc was electric. Doc probably could have won the Cy Young in 84. He probably could have won in 87 if he didn't get mm-hmm. busted for uh, cocaine. Uh, he obviously probably could have won the MVP in 85. So oh yeah, he was amazing. Strawberry was my favorite player, hands yeah. down. Watching him play, Keith Hernandez was just such a wizard at first base. Uh, you know, if Gary you had to Car- look back now, who's your favorite Met all time? Oh, Strawberry still. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Strawberry, definitely uh, him, Gooden. Mm-hmm. The, those are my favorites. I would say current, like let's go a little more modern. Sure. Uh, I mean, when they the uh, the Mets announced they were training for Piazza, yeah, Piazza shot up there. Definitely as one of my favorites. Uh, we went to the the game at Chase Stadium the next day. Uh, oh yeah, that's Dave, great. Yeah, David Wright was was a great yeah. player because you know I it's a shame injuries took his career out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's up there currently right now. Who do I like? I like Pete Alonso a lot. Yeah, a lot. okay. And I, I like, yeah, he's probably my favorite. When he was playing in Binghamton okay. and they were playing the Trenton Thunder, I wanted back when they were still a double-A team, I mm-hmm. went to Trenton. I was back home, and I, I didn't want to see uh, – no, who, who was the guy on uh, – who was the quarterback? I can't think of his name. The, the Mets had 
who, who was the, the oh Tebow when he was Tebow, over there Tim Tebow. Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. want to see Tim Tebow. Oh, I, I forgot said, that that was the overlap. Yeah, I totally I said, didn't. I didn't pick. I didn't put that I together. I said yeah. no, no, no. I want to see Pete, but Pete just got called up to AAA like like got days it. before. So got it. I said I wanted to see him because everybody keeps talking. He's going to be the future, mm-hmm. uh, future first baseman for the Mets. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think he just has to be a little more uh, selective with his pitches. Yeah, well, he he like he he is selective, and then he's a guy that when he goes into uh, slumps or whatever, he get you can see that's when he's just swinging at everything, and yeah. he gets so frustrated. If you know. It's easy for us to sit here and say this, but if she, you know, yes. dials in and is more selective during those well, slumps, you know, he you can know, be a star. I don't know. You're these guys are professional baseball players. They they should know a lot more than us. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> but so. I, I get <laughs> it. Yeah, but I get it. You could have a pitcher up there that just throws a pitch that looks like right. it's coming down the middle. Like he always goes for those outside sliders. There was a Every game time. against Every time. game against Seattle where if he just laid off a couple pitches, they probably win the game. They they mm-hmm. they would they would have tied it, but which would have made a difference in the division. And I remember bitching about it on Twitter and somebody goes, ah, it's a game in, in May, relax. No, but see, that goes back to if they won yeah. one more game last year as game. a division. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So every game yeah. counts. Yeah. Pete's my favorite uh, right now. I do like Lindor. I think people yeah, give him a hard time. Uh, but I just want to see these guys stay, you know, like I remember, yeah. I remember when like when Strawberry left, I was like heartbroken. I was like, man, he's leaving. Yeah, like, well, that, I definitely that, think missing on Correa opens the door for extensions for Alonzo and, and McNeil mm-hmm. and other guys. Um, I mean, if you figure they were they had thirty million dollars a year going to him, yeah, so there's thirty million dollars a year to go around right yeah. now. So yeah, like I said, it would have been nice to have Correa as a luxury, but sure. I don't don't think he was needed. So I, yeah, uh, I I definitely agree. Yeah, it's a I hope one. we're right. Yeah. <laughs> now, what about you? Who's your all time favorite Met? Uh, so my all time is David Wright. Um, yes. I was actually able to meet him in 2004. I was 10 years old. My family happened to be going to Montreal. Um, Mets happened to be, in, my dad claims he wasn't aware the Mets were in town, but who knows if mm-hmm. he actually didn't know or not. Yeah. Um, David Wright was called up a week earlier. This was his, his first week in the majors. And uh, you remember, you know, Montreal and, and their lack of fans. The so Olympic we, state. Yeah. I remember that yeah. stadium quite well. So uh, I was able to meet him before the game, uh, signed a uh, mini helmet for me. And he was well at like, 22, 23 years old, however old yeah, he was when he got 22. called up. My dad um, turned to me in front of him, turned to me and said that he's going to be one of the best players in the league. And, you know, David Wright, younger, you know, younger than, than I am now, you yeah. know, looked at my dad and said, thank you. And, and all this and that. And that's a memory that really sticks with me. So he's definitely my favorite player. Um, now, it probably is Lindor. I was so excited. I have a, one of my good friends is a now Guardians fan, um, and he loved Lindor. So I was well aware of his whole career. Yeah. I had watched it closely because mm-hmm. of him. So I was so excited when they got him. And I do think he's like the perfect fit, the perfect cornerstone for the Mets to build around for the next decade. No, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, I remember when they traded him, like the Cleveland fans on Twitter were ticked off. I said, no, nah, yeah, him, Jimenez is going to no, be a yeah. stud. Like he's going to be about a stud. It, it worked out so well for both clubs. Yeah. Talk about a trade that just worked. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I it's every now and then I'll get into a discussion about that and I will have, oh, it didn't work out. We could have kept Rosario and Jimenez and uh, we would have saved all this money. I said, yeah, but we got Cookie. We got an extra mm-hmm. arm. You know, Lindor mm-hmm. is a much stellar Plays yeah. better defense. Plus, what were you going to do with McNeil? Right. If you kept uh, 
if you kept Jimenez, you know, like, and I would rather have, I mean, Rosario had a nice year, but I would rather have Lindor. Absolutely. Uh, than him. So I think it were, I mean, Cleveland, I mean, it could not have worked out better because oh, he wasn't going to resign. So yeah. It, no, what a gamble really... too on, on Rosario and, and Jimenez. Good for them. But yeah, cause I mean, the Mets needed a star too. They needed a leader. They needed a, yeah. a, you know, they, they didn't need good, you know, players. They needed a, a great player. So, I mean, that worked out well. I, I mean, if you ask me, I think it worked out great. Yeah. And I, I mean, he had a great year and now his batting average yeah. is, is a little bit lower, but I mean, he think he got up to about 270 while he was, you know, he, he struggled a little bit in the beginning yeah. of the year. So yeah, yeah no, I, I can't complain at all. And it's a, you know, it's a lot better trade than, you know, you know, Mets have made some bad trades. Oh, they made past. some bad ones. Yes. <laughs> made, I, I thought that was a pretty nice trade and, you know, it's, hey. it's a lot better than letting Wheeler walk and right. Just saying, okay, well, we'll 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 get a draft pick for him. No, did, no that's that's not yeah, what you no. do. You you should have faltered because yeah, uh, Rosario and Dom Smith were the two guys that came up around mm-hmm. the same time, and yeah. everybody was expecting those guys would be. You know, well, Rosario was a yeah, he was supposed to be. Like, it was funny that that Jimenez is, is the better player of the two because yes. Rosario was supposed to be a like the star, like a stud. Yeah, now Rosario, he had, he had that one year. He had about 170 some yeah. hits for the Mets. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hate him, but I mean, you got a chance to get Lindor. I mean, you got yeah, you got to trade. It. It's yeah. just like when the Mets traded for Hubie Brooks, uh, traded Hubie Brooks for Gary Carter, right? As part of that deal, I was like, I loved Hubie Brooks. He would have been great at third that year, but you wind up getting Gary Carter, Ray right. Knight, and Hojo took over. They were fine. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I just yeah, I you know what it's what 1986. It's been too long. Like I, <laughs> I, I want a world, I want a World Series championship. It's like that's, yeah, that's the one thing I'd like. I mean, I'm a Devils fan, so I've seen three Stanley Cups. The Jets, I, mm-hmm. I don't know when they're ever even going to off the table. Yeah, I, I, they, I have just given up hope. I gave up hope <laughs> on that team a long time ago. I don't even know when they're going to be able to draft a freaking quarterback because I haven't seen it. You know, I've right. seen glimpses like. Pennington was the only one uh, and, and Ken O'Brien way back when I was a kid, but it's like, dang, another busted quarterback. Is this, this what we're doing? And, you know, so those are my three main teams. The Knicks I also follow as well, yeah. but uh, you know, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I tell uh, all my, my little cousins this, or I'll give anyone this advice, but I only follow one team. The Mets are the only team I care about. Baseball is the only sport I really follow. Nice. So, okay. Well, it's nice until that means I've yet to experience any championship, <laughs> yeah, any uh, any true happiness. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, I get definitely it. don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's not optimal for your sanity, I suppose. No, no, yeah, and the Mets are my one team. I mean, if I had, yeah. a, if they told me pick one team, it would be the New York Mets. And mm-hmm. you know, as my mom said, I ever since I was a little kid, early '80s, I was I was watching the Mets, and mm-hmm. you know when that 1984 season came and and they won 90 games and they were at a pennant race, it was like wow, like th- this could be the team of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to see that. I don't want to see like 2006, you win the division and you miss out, and a then few you go years, away, and right. then you go away. I don't want to see 2015 where you came out of nowhere and you go away. I, I mm-hmm. want to see sustain su- sustainability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like your whole life, the Yankees have always had a winning record. That's insane. Yep. I remember when the Yankees sucked. I yeah, wouldn't mind the I Yankees. I can't even sucking. imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the Yankees, I remember, you know, they, I remember the night, it was funny. We would make fun of the the Yankee fans in 1990. We're like, well, the Yankee highlights of 1990, Andy Hawkins losing a no hitter and, you know, Bo Jackson making this catch off the outfield wall. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Cecil Fielder hitting his 50th home run. Like, like those were the highlights. It wasn't for the Yankees. It was for the other team. And, and boy, now it's like, you know. No, you know, I mean, but the sustained success model is – it's it's there. I mean, you watch teams like the Astros and the Dodgers who balance the Rays, the Tampa well. Bay Rays. Yeah, it, it works you know? if you draft good talent and then sign what you need to plug yeah. in your your gaps. It, there's a sustainable model there. Um, so I can only hope that the Mets right now they have such a top heavy system. So eventually they kind of get better at drafting in the deeper rounds and and everything. And hopefully one day we get to that sustainable model. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm with I, you. I mean, I, I want, I'd be happy with 10 straight years of winning mm-hmm. records. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. when I rooted for the devils, I mean, they went like 20 some years with, with yeah, uh, that was not, long, yeah. not every year they made the playoffs, but they had five Stanley cup appearances. You know, I, I you know, I've seen the Mets lose two world series this, this century. I, I mm-hmm. that's great to be in the world series, win one of those things. Yeah. I, I, I really want to talk about the 2015 world series. Cause it, I just started getting ticked off about. No, I you know. know you know, game five or, you know, Terry Collins not taking out Harvey when he should have. And, and yeah, I'm, you, you, you I'm know, so on the going. fence with that. I was at, so I was at that game and oh, I, Jesus. so oh. that's why I'm on the fence here because I will say the energy in that stadium, it would, it have, would been. have been, if you took him out going into the ninth, it, I don't think it would have sat well with anyone in that stadium. Obviously hindsight 2020, but yes. I, it's, it's tough for me to say that I did not want him out there yeah. because it 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 felt like destiny like he was supposed to do it yeah so. and and that would have been such a spark going back to kansas City absolutely because you would have absolutely. had Syndergaard who had won a game mm-hmm. and who knows who knows who happens knows? From there. you and yeah. you have Syndergaard and you have Jacob. might be right yeah yeah you have those guys and mm-hmm. who, who knows who else you can pull out there you know maybe uh big sexy comes out <laughs> yeah and right. nails the door but uh yeah, that reminded me of uh, going back before your time, 1988, when uh, Doc Gooden gave up that game time home run to Sosha. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the NLCS, the Mets were cruising in that game. Uh, they, I think, McReynolds and Strawberry had back to back home runs that game, and you had Randy Myers and Jesse Orozco. Randy mm-hmm. Myers was almost unhittable uh, down the stretch, and you, after you walk Shelby uh, for the Dodgers. But back then, you used to have your starter starters pitch ten innings. You, you right, look at the right. box scores; it was insane. Mm. So you know it. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. So what happens? You, you could have brought in uh, a relief pitcher, and maybe he mm-hmm. gives up the home run. I mean, right, that's one, a thing too. Who, yeah, game one, they, I think. Uh, yeah, Familia gave up. Familia a, gave, gave up the, home, the run. home run. Of course, yeah. there was an inside the park home run, which yep. To lead off the game, I think, too. To, to it, lead off the game. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, come on. Really? Really, Cespedes? You couldn't make that catch? Right, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> another, another disappointing. It's like we gave him all that money, and he just... Yeah. But again, hindsight's twenty twenty because I, no, I was all I, for it. I, I know what? I, I There was no Met fan that said right. that was a terrible signing. You had no, to sign him. At the time, that you had to. What, yeah, you what had that to. man did in 2015 Absolutely. Was, was legendary. In fact, I think when you look at that guy's career few years from now it's going mm-hmm. to be one of the it's going to be like a i don't, I don't i'm not going to say bo jackson like mm-hmm. but similar what this guy was able to do in a short amount of time oh, absolutely then, then like bizarre injuries cut him down mm-hmm. like foot injuries uh, yeah the boar the chasing the, the wild boar chasing around. the wild boar <laughs> yeah. the bottoms of his feet needed to be yeah. operated on that yeah. guy he had an arm he had uh he just had a bat and i mean he i'm he's on the preliminary roster for the dr 
for the World Baseball Classic. Okay. So I'm, or I'm sorry for uh, uh, Cuba. So Cuba, I'm, yes. I'm hoping that we get to see him play. I'd, I'd love to, you know, see him play somewhere. And that's the thing. Nobody's really given him a chance to play. You think somebody would have said, "Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, right." We'll, he, we'll put just, you on here. Just for what you were saying, like his raw, you know, skill set, his power just, alone. Just he just it's pure talent. It's just yeah. he he was born with this gift to play baseball, and Absolutely. unfortunately, his body is like. You messing with him so yeah. oh well what are you shame. gonna do what are you gonna do oh well always love talking a little mets baseball yeah uh i have the ballpark brothers coming on on monday they're big mets fans oh, wonderful. so that that should be fun absolutely <laughs> we're gonna talk some baseball uh stadium experiences with them and, and we'll probably we'll probably shoot in a little mets talk too and they'll probably tell me about dave kingman back in yeah. his day so <laughs> My my older brother was a Dave Kingman fan. I I never saw Kingman play until he was in Oakland. But yeah, that mm-hmm. guy would just either strike out or hit a home run, and you know, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> he was ahead of its time because you know the stuff Dave Kingman's doing now uh, was doing back in the nineteen seventies and eighties. It's normal, normal. now. It's, yeah. it's it's it was frowned upon back then. So right. All right. Well, Jason, I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, great conversation. This was a lot of fun. Uh, where can we find you if we want to follow you on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else? Yeah, so Twitter and Instagram, um, Jason XXIV, uh, 24 in, in Roman numerals. That's definitely where I'm at the most. Um, Me too, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, no I've, TikTok? I've tried. No, I've tried other things, but yeah. like, I just always go back to Twitter. So even Instagram, I'm not as active on these days, but definitely Twitter, I'm always there. So I'm, you know. Come find me. All right. Yeah. If you want to talk about logos or if you if you're a team or you know a team that's yeah. starting a new logo, like Zach Beeson always has some some great information out there. Paul Caputo as well, mm-hmm. uh, from baseball by design. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys know people that know people who are making logos. I know of a logo being rebranded. I'm sworn to secrecy. <laughs> so I can't tell you that. But uh well, I'm excited to hear then eventually, we'll, we'll, you know. We'll let you know. We'll we'll definitely yeah. send you a tweet and uh hopefully you can put it on your list. So I all right, that. well. Jason, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Take care. You too. All right, that was uh, Jason. Thank you, Jason, for coming on the show. That was good. I always like talking to Mets fans and baseball fans and logo fans. I I could have talked to him for about three hours, but we that would have broken up the episode. So, ooh, that was a good conversation. Uh, Definitely wants. Definitely has me longing for New Jersey, and hopefully this summer I can make it back because I would love to see the uh, Hinchcliffe Stadium uh, with the Jackals, and I would love to you know maybe get a beer with him somewhere because he's a big craft beer connoisseur. Uh, I'm just not paying twelve bucks to go over the freaking Gothels Bridge and then twelve bucks back to see Staten Island or Brooklyn. You're not getting that money. Oh, and the Verrazano for Brooklyn, so screw that. So I'll I'll, I'll keep it in New Jersey. So anyway. Uh, another episode in the books. Uh, stay tuned. I got the Ballpark Brothers coming up. They're Met fans too from back home. So that should be another thrilling conversation. And I look forward to having them. I'm also supposed to get uh, John Nolan from the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Another gentleman from New Jersey, from Edison, right next door to me. Uh, looking forward to talking to him about the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, which are just up the road from me in Fort Wayne. So stay tuned, guys. We're going to have a lot coming up in season number two of the Ballpark Hunter podcast. Who would have thought I would go an entire year of making episodes for this podcast? It's uh, not easy. 
And I appreciate all the fine people that have come on this show to talk to me. Some more than others. Some, yes, I'll come on when you need me. Others, I had to beg. Not really. Just had to ask a couple times. Uh, and I've talked to people from all over the United States, Canada, New Zealand, and of course the Falkland Islands. So uh, hopefully we can get some more folks from around the world. I would love to get some uh, representative from the Sydney Blue Sox and maybe somebody from, uh, who knows, anywhere, Japan, China. Uh, love to talk uh, how baseball is around the world. So until then, until we meet again, folks, you have a great day and you can follow me on Stadium Journey. Uh, great new website. I have some great articles up, not about baseball right now, but, you know, you give it a few months and you can check out my Twitter page at Ballpark Hunter. You can also find me on the YouTube. You know that thing called YouTube that we spend too much time on? Uh, Ballpark Hunter. I got some great shorts, videos. Uh, have a, I think my recent review is of, oh, I don't even know what it is. I should know this. Kokomo Wildcats, a thrilling high school basketball gym that is packing them in recently because of their star-studded team. So check out what it's like to see a basketball game here in Indiana. That's that's one thing New Jersey doesn't have on Indiana. It's the high school basketball. So until we meet again, folks, stay safe and keep loving. We'll talk to you soon.